Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care Package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Hey, Friendo, Steve here. And Larson. On today's Going In Raw news brief, is WWE finally putting indie wrestling on the network? What was Eric Rowan supposed to have in his cage? But first, has SummerSlam found a home? Larson, what's in the news? So there's been a lot of rumors and reports and speculation over the past few weeks about where SummerSlam might take place. Would it be on a boat? I was kind of open for that. Yeah. On the beach, Mm -hmm. on the boardwalk, or at the Performance Center. Uh, Based on early reports, it seemed like Boardwalk was uh, the leading contender because it seemed like Atlantic City might serve as the host of the biggest party of the summer. But late yesterday, WrestleVotes tweeted, quote, Good news, bad news. SummerSlam will not take place in the PC. However, no fans will be attendance. Source still unsure on exact location as the Northeast possibility is now said to be iffy at best. Of course, Atlantic City in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I believe uh, last night, early yesterday, both E-Wrestling News and John Alba uh, reported that SummerSlam would happen in Orlando, but not the Performance Center. Ooh. Instead, it's going to emanate from the Amway Center. Ah. That's the uh, arena downtown Orlando, home of the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, E-Wrestling News has some additional details. Steve, what are those? Uh, so they say WWE's production trucks are scheduled to arrive on Friday to begin setting things up. All personnel at the arena will be going through COVID-19 testing before unloading the equipment. The load-in is scheduled to begin on Friday and will run until Tuesday or Wednesday. There is no word on if WWE NXT TakeOver 30 or the post-SummerSlam Raw slash SmackDown TV tapings will take place from the same arena, but it's more than possible and then John Alba later reported that, per a source, WWE is not just exploring SummerSlam at Amway Center in Orlando, but it's also utilizing the facility going forward for other events. As I noted below, John Alba, uh, the arena is currently closed until next year, which would seemingly mean nothing's on the docket. If WWE could secure some sort of lease at Amway Center, it's not out of the realm to suggest limited fans could eventually return to the tapings, given how big the arena is. Plenty of room to social distance. AEW has been running with some invited guests distanced. Uh, Russell votes then reported, quote, strong sense of enthusiasm at the Performance Center today. I guess there's tapings going on. Uh, Russell votes continues. All tape TVs after this coming Monday's Raw will indeed be live. And from the Amway Center in Orlando, some normalcy on the horizon. Speaking of normalcy, uh, I guess the next step of that, whether it's advisable or not, fans in attendance live. Will that be the case for SummerSlam? Doesn't seem likely. Said PW Insiders reporting that, quote, there are no plans to sell tickets to fans for SummerSlam, but they do add this. I know you'll like this, Steve. Mm. 
quote, WWE is for the first time toying with using virtual fans as a possibility for future broadcasts, including SummerSlam. Now, the NBA has been doing this uh, for their games within the bubble. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they've been doing this. They've got like uh, the bubble, the walls of the bubble are like all LED. And so they have like giant. It's not like they're trying to simulate fans. It's just like a wall of Zoom calls. Um, yeah. and, uh, and then like, but you know, and if they've, they've, they still have like assistant coaches and play like the player benches are all social distance as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I would imagine there might be the possibility of you could put some performance center people perhaps, for example, or maybe limited fans. If we get to the point where they can allow that, um, in like sort of the closer areas, but still distance kind of the way AEW has their uh, their wrestlers and like some of their fans are out in the, in like the, the stands. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just do like, I mean, you look at the NBA, does it look kind of goofy? Yeah. But, uh, it, it, it's something, it's not just dead black space. Um, now here's the thing that Fox has been doing for their baseball games. At least I saw it advertised once on the weekends. They were CG, yeah. uh, using computer generated fans, to fill in the, the the stadium, yeah, they've been doing that, and also they've essentially been using cardboard cutouts to fill out the space behind mm-hmm. home plate. Mm-hmm. It's you know they had a, a Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's, yeah. I think Kansas City did a mixed amongst the the cutouts. So there's an opportunity to have some fun little Easter eggs potentially for wrestling fans if they went that route. They could have, they could, yeah, it could be a lot of fun. Um, I was talking earlier today on our NXT review about the idea of piping in. I don't know. I have no idea what the sound would be like um, piping in like crowd. Like if you're there, obviously, if you're there live, like we scream a lot. You know, it's like somebody comes out that we like, yeah, you know, do that. I don't know. People to be reserved. If they're people to be like super reserved if they're at home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, whoa. Look at that. Like, I don't know. I could. I don't know. It'd be an interesting experience or experiment if they wanted to bring in on that on the audio realm. On the other hand. Like if you have the visual of like some sort of fans there and then you pipe in some generic like audio, generic audio, the present doing the presentation from home might be somewhat similar, might be just better than what we've had before. Plus some actual performance center people, you know, facing the hard cam. Uh, I'm curious to know how they're going to doll it up. Hopefully they'll make it really dynamic and interesting. Um, and it'll be it'll be a, a more interesting experience, but I guess we'll Maybe. find out soon. Good to know that Maybe. Uh, that morale might be up a little bit, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Another thing that's kind of cool is that finally, finally, and this has been rumored for years, we might be getting some indie content on the WWE Network. Now, this was first reported by Sports Illustrated, later confirmed by WWE. The WWE Network will start show uh, will start running shows from Progress, Evolve, WXW, and ICW this Saturday. Sports Illustrated reports that the new content includes two best-of compilation specials, which feature the work of Drew McIntyre in Evolve, as well as Keith Lee's rise in that same promotion, along with the following shows, Insane Championship Wrestling's Shug's Who's Party 5 Night 2 from 2018, WXW Femme Fatale's 2019, WXW Ambition 11 from 2019, and Progress Wrestling's Chapter 92 from 2019, I went through a period where I was watching quite a bit of progress through their mm-hmm. uh, on-demand, like demand progress um, uh, streaming app. 
And yeah. I, I love that. I was watching a little bit of uh, ICW like a year ago or so, and I really loved it. I just didn't have time to sort of keep up with it. But, man, I really enjoyed that stuff. I'm, I'm happy that it's coming to the network. Same, same. Um, you know, the, the, the network's already such a wealth of wrestling history. Yeah. Um, and it's great they're kind of uh, broadening the horizons beyond wrestling's past and embracing wrestling's presence, I guess. So WXW is a promotion I've never actually watched, but I've always been interested in. And this is the this is the lineup from Ambition Eleven. Looks like it was a there was a tournament. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, this they ran in Canada. That's interesting. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Timothy Thatcher was there uh, fighting in the first round. Alexander James. I don't know who that is. Uh, let's see here. Walter was in this. Yeah, there was a bunch of names that I never heard. Oh, Tyson Dukes, I'd, I've I've seen him in Impact. Um, yeah, the final matchup is uh, Walter versus Timothy Thatcher. That's probably really good. It's probably really good. So I'll be interested to check that out and see some names that I have not seen before. Agreed, agreed. Uh, speaking of someone that we have seen before, but not for a while, because unfortunately he was released from WWE back in April, uh, Eric Redbeard, of course, he was Eric Rowan in WWE, uh, he spoke with Sports Keto recently and revealed the original plan for what was inside his cage. Ooh. Of course, for months, seemingly, he would walk to the ring with the cage. And he was very protective of this little cage and whatever was inside of it. <laughs> yeah. So this is what he had to say. Quote, originally it was pitched that would be a rodent or a rat and is going to be killed by the babyface champion to show that I cared about something. And that babyface turned heel. So that didn't work. Well, okay. Then I asked them, what is it now? Then they just keep kept extending it, extending it, and extending it. So, who was this babyface champion that turned heel? Some point last year on Raw. I don't know. I feel like I'm Quizzlemania again. I know. Could it be Seth? Although Seth was a champion. Oh, yeah. He turned heel when he was champ. But it could be Seth. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's totally Seth. Yeah, it's got to be it could Seth. Could be Seth. It could be Seth. Like Drew was Seth. a heel, but then he turned face. Yeah, it was the opposite of that. It was the opposite. Seth is the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, it's got to uh, be. He Seth. continues. Uh, he continues. I had over-the-top ideas about it. Uh, one was this actress in American Horror Story, the smallest woman of all time. She was on American Horror Story Freak Show. One idea was to build a slightly larger cage, and when unveiled, it would be the slightly smaller woman. Me and her would be friends, and I would be protecting her from the atrocities of the outside world by locking her in the cage. What a great idea. Like, if, if this was executed... So here's the thing. WWE would never execute something like that properly. No. It would be treated no. as like, you know, he'd open up the cage, or it'd be unveiled, it'd be like a small woman in there, and then Lawler would start making jokes about something inappropriate. Um, if this was done in sort of like a David Lynch-style way backstage as the reveal... That could be pretty damn interesting. But it's WWE. They would never do anything that was treated with the appropriate amount of like artistic integrity mm-hmm. to like pull that off. That that's yeah. That's beyond that's beyond their capabilities. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah from a storytelling perspective, totally. <laughs> anyway. No way no way they, they would have any idea how to pull that off. Mm-mm, no, probably not. Uh tonight on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Unsolved Mysteries. Come solve some mysteries with me and the Enforcer. It's a hoot. It's a lot of fun. You need two screens, basically. One to watch us and one to watch your uh, 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 Unsolved Mysteries because we have like a YouTube link. 
But it's a lot of fun. I mean, you could just have one screen. If you have like a like a desktop, you could put it on two screens. Is this a Robert Stack hosted episode? Yeah, or we're back this... to Robert Stack. Well, let, yeah, right. it, we're back to Robert Stack. Uh, what, what I told him was like the Raymond Burr one was really weird. It was really weird. Uh, but like the next time we come across a Robert Stack episode that we look at and we're like, ah, this seems kind of boring or a waste of time. We'll go to the first of two Carl Malden hosted episodes. Mm, that's what I was going to. That was be my from the pilot question. years. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Anyways, come check it out. Twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Be sure to hit that like button right here on this video, though. Be sure to subscribe. And thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. you know and trust is now Angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish so remember Angie's list is now Angie and we're here to get your job done right get started at Angie.com that's A-N-G-I or download the app today you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.